Hey, you're drinking here with Matt and Johan from Phoenix Magazine, uh, curators of the Arizona Craft Beer Awards and Festival here on Instagram, podcast, and on YouTube. Johan, we teased it in one of our last episodes, yep. uh, two episodes ago. This is episode 16, by the way. Cool. Uh, in 14, we teased the Coriega Beer Company and that we were going to do this Gun Deck Blonde. Today, we're deciding that you are going to have this blonde, and I'm going to have the other one, this Beyond the Depths American IPA. What do you say about Sounds that? Sounds good to me. All right. So, Coriega, uh, we, we found this beer at Beer World in Mesa, a small little convenience store, um, kind of on my way to work. And I can find them also at King's. They've showed up on untapped at like craft beer hop stop up in north phoenix craft beer quick stop north phoenix places like that that are kind of north phoenix is kind of their territory if you okay. will um they are brewing right now at a throne brewing like we mentioned in the last episode or two episodes ago uh, a brewery in planning was the word i was kind of searching for I, I remembered i'd read about it uh they they call it a bip for short okay an acronym brewery in planning these guys have been home brewing for about six years, Coriega Beer Company, and these are two of their mainstays, if you will, kind of the two of the popular ones that they have now that they have canned. They obviously work on um, a few more, um, and then in, in hopes of one day opening their own location. And Love they, that. They're they're kind of aiming at the North Phoenix area. Gotcha. So that, that's kind of the backstory on Coriega Beer Company. I have a little bit more. Um, I've noticed all their labels the are kind of spooky. They got this like Grim Reaper holding a hop, which is kind of a yeah. fun logo. Yeah, so, so they are kind of their theme, if you will, is a spooky, paranormal, haunted kind of celebrating that haunted kind of um, history of Arizona. Love if that. You will. That's, That's super cool. They're, they're big into celebrating places like Tombstone and Jerome and Prescott, kind of those old western type of places and they are they told me over Instagram that they are looking forward to collabing with some of the people in those cities Love that. and brewing some more kind of haunted year-round beers not just Halloween so they, they, they want to celebrate the haunted and paranormal of Arizona year-round have you been to Jerome yeah went through there Old and town. they have that that burger place up there the haunted, the, haunted hamburger yeah the haunted hamburger they the um, asylum you know you can get good beer there so yeah they the uh, hotel, Asylum yeah. Hotel and yeah. the, the restaurant in there has probably the best uh, butternut squash soup I've ever had. Okay. Yeah. Big fan drum. Anyway. So you're getting the gun decked. Yep. 5.4% five, yeah. alcohol. Nice low IBUs. Just mm -hmm. a good old Blondale. Immediately can just smell that like toasty sort of malt and yeast smell of like liquid toast which is a ideal beer for me for like the hot summer days just yeah a nice beer flavored beer okay <laughs> beer flavored beer i like yeah that. uh so this is the i'm, I'm having the beyond the depths american ipa 7.2 abv 67 ibu i got a lot of tropical fruitiness citrus um a bitter like i like it yeah you know it's it's a nice um, clear when I look at it here I can see my hand through the glass what yep. I like about this yeah. one is um, it's it's a little higher on the IBU scale 
than your typical blonde ale. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like blondes are usually like low 20s, high teens. Yeah, this one's 27. This one's 27, right? and it has just that little touch of hoppiness on the back end that kind of balances nicely with that sort of uh, toasty flavor on the front end. Okay. And uh, so it's it's different than I feel like some of the blonde ales I've had lately, and it's uh, in a great way. Good. Very good. Yeah, yeah. They, they want you to have that kind of on uh, a hot day. They, they say it's light and crisp and crushable. Uh, yeah, but it's got about still that touch sure. of hops in it, which is nice. So Gundect is the name. Uh, if we didn't mention veteran-owned place, Coriega Beer Company, they, they told me that Gundect is naval slang for, check this out, naval slang. It means to fake, falsify, or do shoddy work and make it appear as if it's done correctly. So fake it till you make it. That's right. That's, that's right. Um, yeah, I like and that. And that's you know that it's interesting that the blonde ale is named that because I think a blonde has to be it's like a lager pilsner it has to be kind of brewed precisely, right? Not yeah. like an IPA where you can hide a lot of imperfections. Yeah. So, yeah. The uh, the the lagering process. I'm not super familiar with it, but I know it's it's very. Um, temperature sensitive mm -hmm. so that's why lagering takes longer you have to have it cooled to a certain uh, temperature again n not super familiar with it but I know enough that it it's a longer process so it's a harder beer to make and it, it does pr uh, require some pretty precise temperature controlling I have a friend who did a lot of home brewing and he had to go buy <coughs> this this basically a chest cooler chest freezer um, and then install kind of a uh, secondary temperature controller on it to make sure that it was always at the exact temperature he wanted it for whenever yeah. he was lagering his beer. So, yeah, so I don't know, it's funny that, that, that it would be, that the name would be something that means to fake or to do shoddy work and make it appear as if mm -hmm. done right, uh, and yet it's definitely a kind of beer. Although, now that I look at it, it's not a lager. It's a Blondale. Sure, so sure. So it's not lager. Yeah, yeah. Right. So Yeah, I wasn't sure if the process on a Blondale allows that to be... Yeah, ales can, don't require that sort of temperature sure, control. Sure. So If you can mess up a yeah. Blonde um, per, and have, still have it come out tasting the same. I know that that's the big uh, kind of criticism of IPAs a lot, or yeah. hazy IPAs. Well, I mean, the, the beer process is, requires, you know... Precision to some degree, you can't. Uh, you can't just like, you know, dilly dally it. It's definitely mm -hmm. whether it's an easier beer to brew, easier being relative like an IPA, um, or something more complex like a lager. Uh, you still need to, you know, follow certain steps and reach certain temperatures and 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 allow for certain you know chemical processes. Uh, so it's it's definitely not um, it's not easy, and it's still pretty a pretty precise process. There, I think there are just some styles that are a little more forgiving than others. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean it's biochemistry. Beer brewing is literally biochemistry because yeah. you're adding yeast. You have different strains of yeast. You have to make sure the there's you know no it's super sanitary because if bacteria gets into the mix then that does a whole other thing to the flavor it can spoil the beer or it can make a beer sour there's actually uh i, I remember reading an article about how beers before a certain date which 
I don't know, probably sometime in the 19th century, were all sour because their mm. ability to sa sanitize the equipment was limited. Okay. And so there was always kind of wild things making their way into the beer process. Right. Um, I was recently in Scotland and I was, you know, touring some of these old castles where they brewed ale and they're brewing it in open air, usually in some sort of cauldron or pot. Sure. Or something like that is sure. where they're doing that. So it's open to the air, so anything can get into it. Collects the wild anything, stuff in the air. Right. Yeah. So I, to, it makes sense that before a certain date, all beers were soured in some way because they were just exposed to the elements. Uh, whereas now, you know, if you're brewing at home, if you don't sanitize yeah. every little thing that you use, mm -hmm. if you're bottle conditioning, you have to make sure the bottles are sanitized. Then sure. you have to make it. So uh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of work that goes into it. That's why I'm a, a big, I, I appreciate a good, a good glass of beer because of that. Oh yeah, you when you listen to that and you hear all the work that goes into that, you have to appreciate a good beer. Yeah. And so it's also I'm what makes me yeah. appreciate like breweries that can make a lot of the same beer and have it all taste the same. Yeah, you know, multiple batches of yeah. beer and have it all taste exactly the same. I think that's that's uh, you know, I'm not I'm not much of a Budweiser drinker at all, but there's something to be said for a, you know, company that can brew millions and millions of gallons of beer a day. Oh yeah. And have it all taste exactly the same. Sure. So. Sure. I don't yeah. Know what rant that was about. No, talking about talking about all that. I mean, we've been <laughs> going through a lot of this um, kind of uh, behind the scenes work to work on the Arizona Craft Beer Awards, and it That's involves right. judging and learning and. Uh, you know, sensory tasting and all that sort of thing, and we are getting more and more into it. I'm lo really looking forward to uh, sitting down with the folks at Four Peaks uh, coming up in a week, and yep. uh, the people at the uh, Arizona Craft Brewers Guild, and starting to learn this stuff and yeah. and have more of those trainings for for judges that, that right. we're going to have for the awards coming up in in October and our festival in October. Um, so one of the things I'm excited about, yeah, about this, this, uh, the awards and the festival. I, I feel like it's uh, it's going to be a very sort of community-centered event. Um, the awards are going to bring in professional judges, but also amateur judges, people yeah. who've never judged before, versus also having people that have judged, you know, Great American Beer Festival and World Beer Cup and all these different, you know, big competitions. So we're going to have sort of a, a, a nice mixture of experience levels. So it kind of makes the whole process feel very, for lack of a better word, small d democratic. Uh, in that, like everyone, you know, everyone has an opportunity to get oh, yeah. involved. And yeah. even if even if you don't get chosen as a as a actual judge, you know, there's opportunities to be the beer steward, which is the person who kind of runs the beer out to the judges and, and yeah. make sure that they don't, because you know, it's all blind tasted. So there's like there's you know there's a lot of different opportunities for people to learn more about uh, you know not just the beer community and the beer industry, but also you know that, like you said, those those tasting uh, skills. You know, developing yep. your palate and, and understanding your sensory, tr uh, you know, your sense your senses better when it comes to beer. So that's that's I think that's what I, I'm most excited about about our whole partnership with the guild is that it really feels like an effort to really elevate the Arizona beer community to a different level. Yeah. Get them competing. That's right. And competition's going to breed better beer. That's right. Hopefully. I mean, it's already great beer. And 
Coriega proves that. They're, they're fairly new on the scene, even though they've been uh, brewing out of their house for six years. But I expect bigger things from them for uh, sure. in the future. And I know that they have a couple new beers coming out, another West Coast, another Hazy coming out pretty soon. So look for that. They brew out of Throne Brewing out in Glendale um, and look for their cans across the valley. Look for them on tap at places like King's and really look, really looking forward to more from them and drinking more of their beer in the future. Perfect. And looking forward to October 22nd. October 22nd. Arizona Craft Beer Festival. Yep, yeah, you gotta check out azcraftbeer.com or just check us out on Instagram at acbafest. And uh, we're gonna be doing a lot more of these videos and we're gonna be making all kinds of great announcements as they come for the festival. But as of now, uh, October 22nd, just mark that calendar. That's right. Mm -hmm.